Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, the podcast for guitar dads by guitar dads. This week, get your galoshes because the river is rising. We drink tonic to refuel our desires to jam in a musical nirvana. And the New England version of a pedal holy grail has been found. We'll tell you about our drive to get good vibes right now on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, the two dudes with more gas than an Exxon station, Matt and Dave. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. And I'm Dave, and welcome to the pod. How's it going, everyone? Welcome yeah. back. Welcome back. Thank you all. We picked up some subscribers this week, some followers on the gram. Thank you yeah. guys so much. Um, we love to hear from you. Please keep your comments coming. We got a good discussion going on um, Mick Jagger on um, on the Paul McCartney thing. We had some comments on the um, the Les Pauls, Les Paul. <laughs> We're having some fun. So, <laughs> yeah. So some thank controversial you for, comments. That's right. So thank you for listening. We appreciate yes. it. And if you're just listening to this, but you haven't checked us out on Instagram, find us at Guitar Dads Pod. And yeah, we're constantly posting new content, including uh, little clips of this podcast. So if you can't necessarily catch us on a full pod, find us on Instagram and see what we're kind of talking about. Yeah, we're so, giving we yeah. give you yeah we give you a little taste on the gram. So you know, but definitely if you're listening to this podcast, thank you so much. And the other thing is, if you're listening to this and you're enjoying it, tell all your friends about us, please. Yes, yes, we would really appreciate that. But we do appreciate those of you who are listening. And um, yeah, let's get into it. Let's so, get into uh, it, Dave. Let's what do we right got? Let's get into our news and notes. News and notes. What's going on this week in the world of dad rock? Well, we're going to mention something real quick, and then we're going to get into something that we are going to expand on. But did you okay. hear, we did talk about Paul McCartney last week. So real quick, did you hear he is inducting the Foo Fighters into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh, interesting. And I'm thinking, is, is he going to call them a Nirvana cover band in his speech? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Oh. Just saying. Do, do, just saying. Do, 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 do. <laughs> anyway, let's get into some real news. You know, that's true, actually. It he, actually he, yeah, he actually, did. I mean, yeah. this, for those of you who didn't listen to last week's podcast, Dave's referring to how McCartney called the Stones a blues cover band. So there you go. But that's so like, there you go. I mean, but let, let's just talk about that for one second. That is a massive honor for, for the Foos. Oh, I'm so happy. I mean, you that's, know me. I'm a huge Foo Fighters yeah, fan. So that yeah. good for them. I mean, that's I think it's deserved. And I mean, what what an honor to have McCartney. You know, like yeah, that's actually a really that's that's pretty unbelievable. Cool. That's pretty cool. Good, good for them. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. I hope I get to see the the Hall of Fame induction. They do it if you get HBO, which I do. Sometimes they air it on that, but you know, hopefully I get to check it out. So yeah, very I'm sure cool. We'll be talking about it on the pod. What else is happening? What else is happening? Dare you ask me what else is happening? Uh, obviously, what came out today? I, this, I mean, this was okay. So this was a big day in guitar daddery. The other thing that I want to talk about, though, Dave, is so this the big news we're talking about is Slash released a new single off an upcoming album with Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. So before we get to that, though, we had we had kind of anointed. Joe Bonamassa as the patron saint of guitar daddery, but what slash slash is like the like the Jesus of guitar daddery? Like where where does he where, where yeah, does yeah, where, yeah where, he's like 
I know. <laughs> I, yeah, Bonamas is like the patron saint. I mean, I think Slash is probably like the whole the the. He's just like, the god of guitar dattery. He's the god of yeah, exactly. The god of guitar I mean, dattery. Exactly he's, right. He's the god of guitar dattery. The that, the, the, the 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 god tar. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we'll have to come up with a name. He, well, you know, guitar god is a normal thing, and I think that makes yeah. sense. Like he is the the god of guitar dattery. Like I guess we can have we can have our own gods if we can have you know patron saints. We're mixing religions and stuff, but that's okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's guitar dattery. <laughs> Let's put him up there. We're so we're slash He's up there. So slash the god of guitar dattery has released a single and a video on YouTube, and. It was announced that he will be releasing an album called, I think it's going to be called um, Four, because it's a fourth album with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators, and it's due out uh, February 22nd is what they're saying, but he released this new album called, what is it, Dave? The River... The River is Rising. The River is Rising. That's why we had to wear our galoshes. Yes. And if you haven't heard this single... Listen to it now. In, in fact, we we don't normally encourage this on the Guitar Dads, but stop the podcast and go listen. Take a to few this. minutes and go listen to this right now. It's and then come back and listen to the podcast. It delivers. It really delivers full on. It's amazing. You know, I I, I really I so so let's get so let's go there. It's unbelievable to me that Slash is able to release such a killer song right now. After he released what I would, what we kind of deemed as guitar dads as a couple of duds from Guns N' Roses. So this makes me, this makes me think that all those, those duds are because of Axel. Axel stifles Slash's creativity and Miles and him just have this amazing relationship and artistic, you know, um, whatever you call it, where they can just come up with this amazing stuff. This is a killer song. And it it doesn't just sound like all their other songs. Slash is doing some some kind of you know a little bit of different technique with the guitar, and he it's killer. It's it's killer. It's I was blown away killer. by it. I was I was just we ju- we literally just listened to it before we started recording tonight, and I just couldn't believe how good it was. I, I just it's I, I, I'm still like in awe of it. I was like, this is the and and you know if this is um you know, indicative of what the album's going to be like. This could be like, you know, the Guitar Dad album of the year. Although, wait a minute. No, it's not It's going to come out in 22. It's coming out in 2022. So, so it February, could be the guitar, the guitar Dad album of 2022. I think we already know what the Guitar Dad album is of 21, but we're not going to tell you because tune in for our year-end episodes in a couple months where we will That's talk right. about the best Guitar Dad's releases for 2021. That's right. Yeah, we're going to tease that now. But yeah, I mean, I think a few weeks ago we talked about this too. Like, I agree. I, and I said that, that I think Axel's really holding Slash back. I can only imagine that, you know, when, when, when GNR got together to write this new album, obviously, like, everybody comes in with new ideas. And obviously, Slash would come in with some great riffs. Yeah. Is it possible? I mean, is it really possible for Slash to come in with so many great riffs and for Axel to just kind of shut him down and say, no, we're oh, not doing that? Totally. Yes, absolutely Ridiculous. Right. Because then you hear this single, and again, stop the podcast, go listen to it. It's amazing. I, I, and then yeah. come right back. It. How does he write a riff like that and put together a song like that, and then Guns N' Roses puts out this, like, I mean, can we just call, let's just call a spade a spade. Crap, like, Crap new music. It, yeah, it the, is. The, those it's two crap. new songs from Guns N' Roses are terrible. Let's just be honest. And also, let's talk about, I think Slash is withholding his best riffs for his solo stuff. 
I agree. Yeah, hot take. <laughs> hot take. I yeah, think Slash I think is in his right. Slash is in his mansion. He's got snakes all around him, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's got the Les Pauls everywhere, and he's coming up with these riffs. And it's like, and it's like, he's like, oh, that's a good riff. I'm not going to send that to Axel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually. I'm going to send it to I mean, Miles. Do you, th- do you really think, so he, I, I don't know, the more I think about this, I'm just kind of like thinking aloud now. I feel like he's probably looking at this GNR tour just obviously, obviously what it is, like big money yep. maker, right? Doesn't really care about the new music. He, like GNR has its place and, and they, their legacy is solid, right? So um, I feel like any I, I good agree. music that he's putting out, he is just, he's more likely to put it out with with miles than anybody else so well and and here's the other thing about that right it's a really good point dave and here's the other thing about that he knows they could they can continue on their stadium tours off of the legacy gnr stuff and make gazillions of dollars and they can be happy but now because he's gnr is back together and they're touring he's got to bring the 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 a game to his solo stuff is he's if he's going to really entice people to go to those shows because i can tell you i think a lot of people right. go to the slash shows you know before gnr got back together and did these tours because that was the only way to see slash i mean i can tell you that's why you you and i started getting into the slash solo stuff right and even then right. i had i had friends that were massive gnr fans and i would tell them i'd be like you want to go see slash's solo band and they're like no I'd, I'd rather see you know gnr and there's millions of people like that cuz obviously right. they're they're able to sustain all these massive um, stadium tours so i think that's right like he can he can just coast on the stadium tours with gnr and not necessarily have to have any new stuff ever right like and they can yeah, just they no. can they can have a great career for the next 20 years you know playing that stuff you know um, no I, I i agree with you they can they can take this thing to the end and and slash at the same time can be putting out qual- like top quality solo stuff yeah and at the same time be touring with miles and the conspirators and be selling out smaller venues with them, you know. I just, you know, and this I, this is this is concerning to me, Dave, because I'm worried that Slash is going to get too big, and then he's going to be like playing big, big uh, venues, and we're not going to be able to be at these amazing shows at the House of Blues. I don't I mean, think that's going to happen, man. To, I don't to think see it's Slash happen. at the House of Blues with the conspirators, it is an experience. I mean, it is. Oh, I mean, to see him at a small venue like that, it, it, there's something special about it. And so I would hate to see them like, okay, I got to go see Slash. In my, I, I mean, I, I would go do it in a heartbeat, but it would change the experience to see him at like a shed type of a show. But I think oh, like, no. I, you know I think he's I heading in think, that direction. The music is so good. I don't think he's that. I, 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 I know what you're saying, but I don't think it's going there. Because okay. yeah, the music is so good, but how much of an audience does it really reach? I mean, in terms of like the it, like, who is he reaching? Like the he's he's reaching the average rock fan. It's probably it's gonna you know it's hitting the radio. It's hitting it's hitting Apple and, and Spotify yeah, right. and all yep. those all those stream right. But he but in terms of like the GNR fan, they're they're well aware of it too. How many of these people would really like if he if if slash if slash put together like a solo tour? I don't think in the next five or six years, I really can't see them being able to sell out a shed. Yeah. Okay. Well, may I. I don't I know. Hope, maybe I'm I, wrong, and I hope I'm wrong. I but. I hope you're wrong. I hope you're right because I would love because they they actually well, announced right. they yes. actually uh, uh, to uh, um what am I trying to say? So today they also announced a tour. So and they're playing the same type of venues like House of Blues type of type of, of at least in the U.S. 
um, House of Blues type of venues. So I mean, now, we're going to go to that, and we're going to have an amazing time. So I'm really excited about this. Like this really made my day. This news. So oh, it's great, and I I I can't remember who where I heard this. It might have been. It was an interview with either Slash or Miles, but I remember one of them talking about how they really enjoy these smaller venues because, you know, especially for a dude like Slash, he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's, he's spent his entire career in stadiums and arenas and sheds and all those places, you know, and for him to really be able to connect with the fans at a smaller venue, in fact, I think the more I'm thinking about it, I think it was Slash who said it, but it might have been Miles, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but in terms of the smaller venue, so maybe that's just what he wants to do. I, I, you know? I love that idea. I would love him for him to play like five nights at a small venue before he would do oh, a big residency. Venue. That yeah. would be great. I little would love re- him to do some residency. Yeah, I would love to do because I would go to every single show. <laughs> <You know? laughs> even, even if you play the same set list? Yeah, oh, yeah. I would listen to every because, you know, it's, it's going to be a little different every night. So, yeah, so yeah, anyway, yeah. I mean, this is this is great news. I mean, we knew this was coming because they had nothing but time on their hands the last 18 months. So pretty much. So uh, this is just amazing. And I can't wait to hear the rest of the album and I can't wait to go see him. And this is just the best news that guitar dads could have right now. Oh, it's fantastic. And and again, the song is great. The single's great. Go listen to it. It's called the river is, is it, it's called the river is rising, right? The river. Hold on. I, no, have, what's the, I, I got what's it up song? on the YouTube song is right called now. the river is rising. It just dropped today. The river is rising. It's, it's and it's, it's just unbelievable. Go listen to if it. You, it's it's yeah, kick ass. Go listen to it. Even if you're not a big slash fan, go listen to this. It's yeah. You, turn you into one. This is the thing. This is part of the reason why we started this podcast, right? Cause we talk about, rock and roll is still extremely alive and not just legacy rock and roll. Cause honestly, we've talked about this in the past in past episodes. GNR is essentially a legacy act. Now they just are, they're a legacy nostalgia type of act now, but slash himself with miles is putting out new current rock. That is awesome. And it's out there to be consumed in small places. This is, I mean, this is what it's about. So, you know, rock is alive and well, yeah, no, it, it is. And speaking of nostalgia, we're going to get into a little segment yes. we call uh, Whatever Happened to Post-Grunge Era. So we're going to talk about some bands back in like the, the 90s and the, maybe the early 2000s and like kind of what happened to them. Are they still performing and, and where are some of these members? Are they part of new bands and that kind of thing? And this is probably this might be like a recurring kind of segment for us one, every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, I so think it will be. Yeah. Let us know if you guys like it, but... Yeah, let, let us this. know if you like it. If you guys are, if people that are listening to this that are around our age, like you would get into this post grunge kind of stuff. When we get into the band, you're going to know what we're talking about. Yeah. Late yeah, 90s or early, early 2000s. You're going to know the bands. So, Dave, let's get started. What's our first band on well, this we're gonna list? Start, we're going to start with, we're going to start with a band that you and I absolutely fell in love with the minute their first single hit, the radio was Fuel. Fuel. And yes. Fuel was a great band. However, I mean, let's talk about, let's, let's go back to the beginning, right? I mean, go back to the beginning. We, we, we all remember when they first started, right? We all remember their first single. We all remember just like hearing that, like that, Shimmer, like, Shimmer, first of all, Shimmer, Shimmer was, was the first single, was the first single yeah. and, a, and, a, and a fantastic song. And, and it really, to me, like Fuel was one of my favorite bands of that era. Oh yeah, they they were the best. I'll tell you a quick story about Fuel. So Fuel, we were, you guys know we live in the Northeast so we were in college. This was probably like 1990. This was 1998, and Fuel was just a 
like a up and coming band and my buddies and I went on a ski trip to Mount Snow in Vermont and there's a bar there and they had bands come through and there was two bands that played the weekend that we were there. One night was, wait for it, Godsmack. Godsmack. Yep. And one night was Fuel. And we were we we loved Godsmack. How you doing, Sully? Yeah, we 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 loved Godsmack and we had a great time like listening to them. But you know, we were always not really like super heavy into the heavy metal as well as much. Um, and then Fuel came the next night. Fuel came on and we were like, we were like, oh yeah, we've heard this sh- Shimmer song, and they just proceeded to kick ass at this gig. And then it turned out they were saying in the same, you know, like the like the the um the lodge at the bottom of the mountain they were staying there we were staying there we come me and my buddies come down to breakfast and there's fuel at the table next to us chomping away on you know pancakes and stuff and my buddy like i was like oh yeah that's fuel that's cool and my buddy like like had the balls enough to go be like you guys are fuel right and they were like we saw you guys last night and and we had a conversation with them and they were very cool they were so excited that like we recognized them and we liked the show cuz they were still a relatively new band so i have like a signed like cocktail napkin or something with all of the fuel oh you guys. do you still yeah, have that I, I, wow. do. I don't know where it, i actually couldn't tell you where it is um actually i think i might know where it is but um it's you know it's so that so that's my little fuel and we have the same with that's Godsmack because we saw Godsmack the previous yeah. day and we went up to Sully and he was I mean they were a little bit like you know kind of rude and crazy at the, even in the breakfast table but they they we we went up to him and we chatted with them and Sully was very cool and um yeah so anyway so that's yeah, the story cool, cool band from Boston back Great in the day yeah Godsmack yeah. yeah but fuel but let's talk about fuel a little bit more. Well, fuel. If you, if you, in case you guys are curious, I mean, fuel is still in existence. However, it's essentially not even the same band. In fact, according to what I can find, and and I'm not even paying attention to what what they're doing, but I don't even think it's any of the same members. I think it's a whole different band. Um, Brett Scallions has, although uh, according to Wikipedia, he is still uh, as of 2020 was still the the, the lead singer. But right now, uh, the new lead singer is a guy is a dude named Carl Bell. Never heard of him. Wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute, Dave. No, no, no. Carl Bell is the founding member, guitar player of the band. He started. Yeah, he's the lead singer now. Oh, he's singing now. He is the lead singer. Oh, okay, that, that's. I, I, I was just making. I was making. I'm making a joke. He's oh, like, oh I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. yeah, I was being sarcastic, man. Come on, it's Friday night. Uh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, Carl. Okay, so Carl. Right. So Carl. So Bell took over the leads. Um. And in the in the original drummer is is uh, or is he is Kevin Miller the original? Let me see. Kevin Miller is he the original oh, drummer? Know. He's the he's the original drummer as of ninety eight, and I think that when did Shimmer come out? Shimmer came out in ninety. Oh, got to be ninety eight. Like ninety eight. So that yeah. yeah. Um, and according to Wikipedia, there's a there's another uh, lead vocals guy, John Corsalias. He he was never in the band before, um, two thousand twenty to present. Yeah, he's a new singer. Yeah, he's a new singer that they brought in. That so so from what I understand, that happened to live is after like you know they they had the much success. Oh with- no, I'm sorry. I I you know what I'm I'm making. Okay. I don't know why I just said that. Uh, Carl Bell is not. He's still he's still playing lead guitar. I don't know why I just said. Oh, uh, why he was singing? Yeah, I mean he always yeah, sang backup, but yeah. So he's. So Carl Bell is a founding member of the band, and from what I understand, a couple of albums after their real heyday in the 
early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. They put out a couple albums that didn't do as well. And then Carl Bell and Brett Scallion, who's the lead singer, had some creative differences. And then it just kind of fell apart. But then, yeah, so Brett Scallion's left for a long time. And I think they did a couple albums. And then Brett Scallion came back. And I don't know if they did an album. Briefly. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. I don't know if they did an album, but he came back briefly. Yeah. And he's no longer. He's no and longer. And now he's gone. This guy, Corsali. Now yeah. he's gone again. They got another singer. So basically, it's like they had their run, just like every other band. You know, like you've heard a million times, they had their run. You know, it didn't work out after after the success faded away a little bit. Um, it just didn't. It, that was it, right? So, and I think they're still. And, and I think yeah. I think for, for whatever reason, I I feel like Fuel out of a lot of these other uh, grunge era, poster grunge era bands were. I'm surprised that they they never really you know kind of maintained that kind of that kind of run. You know, I felt like they they kind of had it. They had a great sound. They had the the you know uh, scallions on the vocals was great. And I just don't. Yeah. I, maybe it was the creative differences. Who knows? But they just they just couldn't keep it going. Yep. Interesting. So, well, you know that's you know that's just you know that's what happens sometimes. They just couldn't keep it together. You know. But um, they were a great band. That album, not not even the sh- the sh- the Shimmer album was great. Their kind of de- major label debut album was great. But the second album that had um, you know uh, what was the big hemorrhage in my hands? That album was absolutely incredible. I should actually go back and listen to that album. That, it's, it's one of yeah. It's, it was one of the great, greater. So, it was one of the best albums of that time of that era. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that so there you go. That's the where are they now with fuel? You want to do another one, Dave? Yeah, why don't we do one more? Are you um, are you going to do live? Yeah, so live, so my other favorite do... band. Yeah, yeah, because I think they're along the same. They're a similar band in terms of the sound. Maybe not super similar, but so another band that we loved in this era was called Live. You guys might remember them. They did the um, lightning crashes. Um, song lightning crashes on mother dies. You guys know. Oh, I feel it. Is that you got it? You know, you know, you got it. Can you sing that again, <laughs> please? <laughs> Come Just so the folks can maybe get it. Again, like okay, you guys get it now. Good. All right, there you thunder. go. Okay, you know, you know the song. If you don't know the song, you know it now. So Live was a great band. They had a lot of success. They were actually together since 1984, Dave. Well, don't say don't say was. They are. They, they are. are. Still they're still together. they're still together. Yeah. But they they actually were together since 1984, but they didn't really hit mainstream success until they had Throwing Copper, which is the album that had all the hit songs on it. Um and that came out in 94 or 93. I can't really tell. 94, I think. And then it, it I actually. I believe it was 94. Yeah. It yeah, was, but it didn't, uh, it didn't April really. April 26, 1994, to be exact. No, well, very good. But it didn't really hit till a few years after that, I feel like, right? Like, what's going on with that? I feel like that album was yeah. kind of like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to, how to describe it, but I feel like it was very like drawn out i feel like they were dropping singles off that thing for a while yeah right? i mean and it just was very popular for a long time it really was so, so they, they had a lot of, on, they were yeah yeah go ahead. they were living off that for a little while yeah yeah and then they come out with secret samadhi which was um 97 and um, that's when we saw them on tour they yeah were, exactly they were um, they were one of my favorite live acts oh you know what maybe maybe actually 
that that show, I'll never forget it. And especially when they went into white discussion, oh, that, that God, whole show that was, was awesome. fantastic. Yeah, I mean they they were an amazing they were an amazing live band. They 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 that was an I, I I agree, Dave. I mean we saw back in the day when Dave and I were like younger, and this was because Dave and I were in college back in this time. Dave and I would literally see every show we could go to. And, you know, we would just go to everything. And that's still 20 years later. That stands out as, you know, more, almost 25 years later. It stands out as one of the best shows we've seen the live. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it really does. And they, they, they had their creative differences, too. Like, Kowalczyk left the band for a long time, long time. And they I think they got another singer to perform. But the original, the other three guys stayed. And now Kowalczyk's back with the band, and and but you know what's interesting is we haven't heard anything like any li- any new music coming their way or or our way from them. Um, I think it would be kind of I don't know it might be kind of interesting to to see that maybe they're still good, you know? Yeah, it looks like after I'm just reading Wikipedia after a concert in twenty thousand. Sorry, in 2009. 20. Oh, <laughs> a long time after, from now. After a concert in 2009, Live announced that the band would take a two-year hiatus to work on other projects. Kowalczyk recorded his solo album, Alive. So he actually did a solo album, and they kind of took a little bit of a hiatus. They came back. And then they just, you know, you know, it sounds like they kept, he, he left for a little bit. He came, Kowalczyk left the band after that. And recently came back in 2016. Yeah. So, and now, but like you said, I don't know if they put out new material then. We haven't known. Yeah. We haven't really heard anything about new music. I mean, it would be certainly something to check out, but you know, yeah. and, and maybe it's typically typical of the guitar dads to, to not be prepared about any of this stuff and to be uh, flying by the seat of our pants. Well, let's just read, Wik- let's read, let's read Wikipedia. Well, that's what guitar dads do. Let's read Wikipedia yeah, for a second. Exactly. Um, Welcome to the guitar dad. I mean, the uh, Wikipedia podcast. Sponsored by the Guitar Dads. Uh, the bands, Actually, we, no, no, we, that doesn't. Wikipedia doesn't say anything about an album after 2016. So it's actually interesting. They took part in so the re, they took part in an interview in 2016 is what they did. So right. so I don't know what's I don't know. Doesn't sound like they've been really active since then. At least according to Wikipedia, yeah. they haven't been active since then. So right. um. So I think I think that's good. Anyway, they were. I think that's good. I think that's I think that's that's what that's what we know. Sorry to say that. That's, that's what, what we know. That's what we know. That's that's <laughs> what we. It's, no, it's not good that they haven't put out new material. But honestly, again, it sounds like just like Fuel, they kind of had their ins and outs, and they haven't really done anything, um, you know, interesting in a, in a very long time. So, but it looks like they did put some albums out that I haven't heard in the um. You know, in the 2006 through 2000, you know, 12 range, but that was without. I think Chad Taylor is one of the. I think Chad Taylor is one of the better guitarists of that era as well. That we're talking about, like that early, that late nine, the mid to late nine. Oh yeah, it was awesome. You know, yeah, he he he's. I mean, just the songwriting, the the riffs, the way that they approached it. Um, again, the live show was awesome. I mean, they really blew us away. I, I just wasn't expecting them to have such a great live show, and they really blew us away back in the day. So we'll see. Maybe they come back, and um, we'll see what happens. Well, here's something yeah. interesting. During 2014 to 2015, Ed Kowalczyk embarked on a worldwide tour playing acoustic unplugged shows celebrating 
the 20th anniversary of throwing copper. Uh, that would have been kind of a cool little thing to check yeah, out. Yeah, that would have been kind of cool, huh? Yeah. Well, anyway, so there you go. There's live. And I think we'll keep doing this because there's a lot of other bands that we could talk about. We're not going to tell you what they are. We're going to surprise you. There's a tons, there's there's tons of other tons bands. Of, if you have but, ideas and you want to know what happened to whatever happened to a band in this era, then let us know in the comments, guys. Now, one of live songs was uh, called Heaven, and actually one of my favorite ballads. And what kind of balladish, I guess. Um, but speaking of Heaven, the Guitar Dads yes. made a trek a week ago yeah, tomorrow. The yep. Guitar Dads finally went to the Guitar Pedal Shop, which is a, a pedal shop in Plymouth, Massachusetts. If you don't know, Plymouth is where the Pilgrims landed. Anyway, so Plymouth a lot of Rock, history down there. A.K.A. The Plymouth, Plymouth, yeah, Plymouth Rock, Rock, the Mayflower, yeah, the Pilgrims, Plymouth, Thanksgiving. The Pilgrims, those people, yeah. You know, you might have heard of them. You might have heard of them. So we we finally made a trek down to this place. And uh, Matt, what'd you think? Uh, it was like you said, pedal Nirvana. Although I Nirvana, didn't buy Nirvana. Yes, I, I didn't buy any Nirvana pedals, but it was pedal Nirvana. <laughs> so, so this is a store that Dave and I have known about for quite some time. It's literally a little store. Like you know what it is. It sounds like, and I, and you know, I don't know what it is, and maybe the, the owner, um, Rick, can uh, correct us if he's listening to this podcast. It sounds like it was. This is my speculation. It was basically like a typical store that a lot of towns have, which is like your guitar store. You go in there, you can buy some guitars, and you give lessons for the local kids. And you know, it's like you know, a pretty small store. And what the owner has done is really expanded it into essentially a worldwide pedal emporium and he's got all of the boutique stuff in there. It's like a boutique pedal heaven in there. And he's got, he's got, it's a Mecca. He's got wall to wall pedals everywhere. You know, it's ironic that it's in, it's in um, Plymouth because we had to make a pilgrimage. That's right. That's right. We did a long pilgrimage and traffic and everything. But I know because you know Dave and I live on the it, North Shore, and Plymouth is on the totally opposite thing uh, of. The, yeah, I think of it took world. us almost two hours it in took traffic us to get down there. Hours. But I'll tell you, I would have driven. I would have driven four to get down to this place. That that, that it was really it was really cool. And um, you know, I don't know if you're listening, but the 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 dude that was working the shop at the time, Raphael, he was a really cool dude and really helped us out and. And let us try everything that we wanted to try, and really knew his. He really knew his way around the place, and, and knew a lot about uh, certain pedals and, and and the pedals that we hadn't even heard of, ever heard of before. Yeah, and knew a lot about of that stuff. Yeah, Rob, was- if you're listening, man, thank you so much. And it was funny because like Dave and I know a lot about pedals, but we're not like complete pedal experts. We're not like you know like Blake Wyland from the Tone Mob or that pedal oh, show yeah, guys. No. But we know a lot about pedals. But yeah, like we would pick up pedals that I've never even heard of the company, and you know, and you know how boutique pedals are, right, guys? Like you don't know what kind of pedal it is. Like, you don't know if it's a fuzz, if it's an overdrive, is it a That's reverb? Right. You have no idea just by looking at it. And we would, and we would like pick up all these pedals and, and, and Raphael was like, Oh yeah, that's a that's a, a fuzz. That's a um, an overdrive. That's a boost. That's a boost. Like he yeah, would tell yeah. us what it is, and he he was very patient with us, and we really appreciated. He let us like crank up their uh, what was it like a blues deluxe or something in there. I think it was a blue. If I yeah. remember, inc- yeah, I don't remember exactly, but yeah, yeah it was it was just he fun l- to like crank that thing up and put whatever pedal in we wanted to, and yeah, and you know, you'd be playing something, and he'd come over and like, well, maybe you should try this. This is a killer pedal. Try yeah. it, and then you yeah. just try it and be blown away by it. 
it was just a it was quite the experience it was really um, it was really cool and here's the cool thing about the guitar pedal shop is yes like dave and i are lucky enough we were able to drive down there and kind of take it all in and experience the wall-to-wall pedals but you know they ship worldwide and you know they have some exclusives they have some pedals that are hard to find they have some stuff that is exclusive to them in terms of colors i actually just recently picked up when i was there i picked up a ryra uh, clone pedal, which is like a, um, you know, a clone clone. And they had a special, um, surf green sparkle. Dave, you, you, you this pedal is incredible. It's a surf. Thing looks really it, it's, cool. It's a surf green sparkle, um, which you just, you, you can't find that anywhere else. So he gets exclusive run type of pedals. And this is stuff that you would normally see from like a guitar center or even a Chicago music exchange. And this guy's doing it at a relatively small shop but he he's he's it's a relatively small shop in terms of his physical footprint but not small in terms of the selection of pedals and what he's got no. available it's it's really and i think what's incredible. really fun with what, yeah. what's really cool is like in today's day and age of uh you know online shopping and really just like you know the mo- most of you people listening are probably getting their most of their equipment out of like you know the guitar centers and sweetwater and you know uh american musical and, and those kind of companies Find if you have a local a local mom and pop type shop nearby you. Yep. Try to make the try to make a trek to go see them because you need to support them. They they are far to me the the experience was so cool and just the con the, the idea of just like being in a place where somebody knew what they were doing, they really were passionate about what they were doing and they could really help you out. And if you're a huge music guitar fan like we are. You know, go check out those shops because it, oh, yeah. it, the shopping experience is far better than 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 popping online. And not to not I'm not knocking any of these uh, online. No, retailers. no, no. The, the online retailers is great. Yeah, you know, any of those places are great. But if you have the opportunity to go into a brick and mortar store like this, it, it's fantastic. Please, please and, help support the local music. And like, here's the thing, you know, if you even if you're like in Europe, we have some people that listen in Europe. I don't know if they're going to ship to Australia, but because <laughs> we have some listeners, we, people in Australia. we have listeners in Australia. So sh- shout out to you guys. And I'm sorry, I don't know if they'll ship that far. But you guys that are anywhere in the U.S., anywhere in Europe, maybe even beyond that, these guys will ship to you. And I bet. You know, you could give them a call and talk to them about the pedals you want to buy, and they'll tell you what's going on with these things and how they sound and what what when recommend stuff to you. I mean, that's the level of service you're going to get from these guys. And this is, you know, and it's and like Dave said, like we got to support uh, stores like this and help them grow because they're here for us to support us. And like Sweetwater is great, and they do a pretty good job, and they have their sales guys that know their stuff uh, pretty well. But they, at the same time, they have to know everything. Like they have to know a little right. bit about everything. These guys, this, these guys know pedals. Right? These guys so, know pedals. Yeah. And yeah, if you're yeah. like us, if you're like us, and you go on YouTube and you're curious about a pedal, you want to know how it sounds. Yeah. There's a million reviews about you name the pedal. It's on. It's somewhere on YouTube. Somebody's done a review on it, right? But how yeah. much do you really get out of that review? You probably get something, but there's nothing like going to the place yourself, pulling the pedal down, holding the pedal, plugging it in, yeah. and just playing a few chords and, and seeing what that and hearing what that pedal is about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. what we we totally recommend it. What did you buy when you were down there? Oh yeah, so so I picked up the Ryra, um, and then I also picked up a Thorpey Effects Heavy Water. Which wow. some of you guys might know about Thorpe Effects. They make the Dane pedal, wow. which is the Danish peat. 
um, overdrive and boost. And what the heavy water is, is it's the boost part of the Dane pedal that uh, Danish Pete from, from Anderton's fame has. But then they didn't just... Can I just say the second you literally played, you know, y- y- your first chord through that thing, I can't. I walked into the room, I was like, what the hell was that? Yeah, <laughs> like, wow, that sounds incredible. And, wow. and And so what it is, is it's not just... They didn't just take like, okay, we'll take like one side of this pedal and make it its own pedal. They took it to another level and they said, we're going to tweak that that boost circuit a little bit. Then we're going to add another boost on top of it with a little more kind of grit to it. So it's basically a dual boost pedal that, you know, you click one side and it's got like, you know, it's it's clean to like a little bit of a dirty boost. And then you got this other thing that's like dirty to kind of extremely dirty boost. And it, it is, it's, it's, it's glorious. I've tried it with a bunch of different other overdrives to stack it and boost it. And it just plays well with everything. Like we we were playing it through a very clean platform in the store, and it sounded incredible. You guys know that I play out of a Jubilee, and I like like a, a crunchy kind of dirty Jubilee, and it stacks incredibly well on top of that. So like this is the Thorpe effects. You know they're 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 a British company. Check them out. They are really great. Um, and um and also stay tuned because we're gonna do the. Because now I have the Ryra clone, I have the Archer clone, uh, J-Rocket Archer clone, and I also have the Wampler. How many clones can you get? The Wampler Tumnus clone. So maybe we'll do, like a little, we'll do a little shootout of that and you guys can see. The thing is, like, the Ryra just looks so cool in this, like, special surf green color that the Guitar Pedal Shop has that, like, it's, like, hard not to play with it. But but I'll tell you, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. a, like, I'll give you a preview. I, I really think... Um, these are like between the Archer and the Ryra, they're very comparable pedals. You know, they they sound real good, um, and I like I can't choose between the two of them. I think they both have awesome qualities. But I'll put it I up. Think on, you're gonna have to do a shootout. Yeah, I'll put it up on the insert, and you guys can tell me what you think as well. So, so stay tuned. The other thing we want to tease right before we end today is. Um, Dave and I are going to go see another amazing Guitar Dad band on Sunday. We're recording this on a Friday on um, Sunday called Rival Sons. You guys know Rival Sons. If you don't know Rival Sons, again, stop the podcast right now. Go look at go pull up Rival Sons yeah. wherever you stream music. Yeah, if you don't know Rival Sons, like, get on it, man. So we're going to go see them on Sunday. So next week's podcast, we'll have a full review of the Rival Sons show as well. So. Yes. And we're going to talk about their catalog. We're going to talk about the show. We're going to really do like a whole deep dive into Rival Sons. Maybe, maybe not. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll stay tuned for next week and you'll you'll find out too. Um, That's right. But yeah, no, real quick. I just want to mention the pedal that I bought when we were down oh, at yeah, the Oh yeah, sorry, this, uh, Dave. I'm this, trying to wrap up no, the show. No, 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 real quick because I haven't really had a chance to try it out too much. Is this uh, <laughs> DLS Effects uh, Versa Vibe, which is obviously a, a vibrato uh, chorus, but... Yeah, I'll probably put a we'll probably put a review on uh, Instagram uh, so you guys can. Yeah, Dave was like vibrato curious, and he tried out like a gazillion of the vibrato pedals down there, and um, he had a good time. And some sounding, he ended up with a used one that sounded incredibly good. Yeah, thanks, Raphael. That was awesome. I know what a great recommendation from Raphael. He's he's awesome, man. Raphael, I hope you're listening, man. Thank you. Yeah, if you are, thank you. We really appreciate it. All right. So what do we think, so, yeah, Dave? Stay, we're getting out of here? Stay, yeah, we're going to get out of here. Stay tuned for next week for the Rival Sons review. And um, 
And I think that was uh, and 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 if you haven't if you haven't had a chance, go listen to the new Slash tune. Uh, the river yes. is rising. And uh, and thank you all again for supporting us uh, on Instagram at Guitar Dad's Pod. And keep listening and tell all your friends. And uh, yeah, that was this week's Guitar Dad's podcast. Keep rock alive. Catch you guys on the flip. <laughs> <laughs>